views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. And welcome to Let's Talk It All, Planet Paranormal. Ooh, Planet Paranormal. Yes, Jeff's just unaware of some of these changes that we yes. made. We made some modifications after our 100th, 100th episode to more tune what we want to talk about to the program that we're doing. Awesome. So, Planet Paranormal will focus on the paranormal. I'm finding Crypt- out, as you are too, right now. Yes. <laughs> That's how a partnership should work. Just, yeah, like, exactly. just, just like a fucking marriage. That's right. Shut your just, mouth and just like a take marriage. it, baby. So, <laughs> you know who's the top in this one, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing the pants tonight. And I got my oh, Sasquatch wine shirt on, baby. Beautiful shirt. It is. This is my, like my Planet Paranormal shirt. I like it a lot. So, Planet Paranormal, we'll talk about cryptids and UFOs and hauntings and ghosts and things like that. We will talk about tinfoil hat stuff. Yes. We will talk about probably old political stuff, JFK, yeah. old stuff like that. Uh, new political stuff, we're going to kind of push off to something else that will put a secondary layer between members members of this cast and, and other things. Yes. But anyways, yeah. so anyways. There's, there's one thing we, we should touch on briefly before we jump into the show. Okay. And that is uh, Tucker Carlson's new show on Twitter has just annihilated annihilated mainstream media. And I believe there's a cease and desist yes. order. Yeah. Um, he had, I think within a 48-hour period, it, over 125 million views, something like that. Was yeah, I think it was 1.4 million total. No, but no, but replayed 125 oh, really? million times. Yeah. 125 million times. Yeah. You could take CNN, Fox, yeah. MSNBC, and combine their ratings for a year, and they don't hit that kind of number. I think, um, someone, I think that's, that is the the power of what Tucker is now. I think yeah, I think they said the best rating you ever got on Fox was a hundred thousand. Right. Whatever yeah. Nelson. Yeah. View, whatever. Right. Whatever they do it with. Right. So yeah, and they, again they. And the sh- and the the interest. I don't know if you watched it or not. I didn't. Um, but it could have been our show, and I, the reason I say that because he touched on fake news. He touched on well, yeah. Ukraine and the Nazi this. influence. Yeah. He touched on. Yeah. He touched on you know us blowing up the pipeline. He touched on aliens <laughs> invading yeah, the airspace. Well, yeah, I, and, I, I and New York Times, the New York Times, you know, you know, having you know, five articles about Ukraine on that day and not a single article about our airspace being invaded. I mean, like just, I mean, he nailed it. He absolutely annihilated um, the fake news media. Well, so, and now can. they're coming after them. Of course they copied our They got their fangs out. Of course they copied They didn't copy our form. But they got their fangs out. They're coming for them. So, um, interesting. So, yeah. So, 
Uh, current political stuff will be found on a broadcast on the Let's Talk It All network. Yes. Network. Because now we're a network because we got multiple multiple broadcasters. Uh, Fortnite Report. And one of those just came out the other day and it was focused on the attacks against the LGB part of the alphabet community by mm. the other letters in the alphabet. Gotcha. Uh, very, very brief. It was about 20, 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, just make the podcast more listenable. Yeah, you know, I, in relation to that, uh, not the same community, but another community, I did see something on Facebook uh, the other day, and it might have been on YouTube too, about uh, a dolphin who was identified. Apparently, this dolphin learned sign language with slippers, uh-huh. and it identified as a human male. Or a human female. I think it was a human female. Locked in a dolphin body. Um, so anyway, long story short, uh, this dolphin, through sign language, felt that it was its right to compete against uh, human female swimmers. Oh, um, absolutely. And uh, apparently no one can get a point across to the dolphin that it is a dolphin. Um, it's a mammal, like us, but it is a dolphin. So anyway, uh, interesting story developing there with dolphins and sign language and wanting to become human females. To compete against human females. Yes. Yep. Whether it's a male or female dolphin doesn't matter. Right. Well, they're they're species fluid. Yeah. Species fluid. Species fluid, yeah. which is important. Yes. When you're talking about that. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so we're just we're just doing some things differently. Um, Brianna tries to do paranormal stuff as much as possible. Uh, if we get into a little bit, we'll get into a little bit, but it won't be like it was the first hundred. <laughs> Uh, so episodes or seven years depending on how you look at it yeah <laughs> um yeah so good times it was it is it still is it still is it still is because you and I don't we, we got a lot going on yes we do you got a lot going on 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 I'm looking at a fucking used new auto part store I know I, know. I could be in a, the basement I here. literally could be a classic Camaro Heart store at this good, point. good. <laughs> Unto himself. Unto himself. So, when we first talked about this, or at least part of this, Jeff had said something about wanting to do uh, Yete and Yaoi. Yes, Yaoi was. And that was, that was a couple weeks ago, but then something popped up yep. late last week. Yes. And you, you sent me a message about it, and I, I mistakenly. You said Majestic 12. Or MJ12, whatever you said. And I thought I had seen what you said, you saw, but I don't think it was it. I think what I saw, was there was something, I don't know if it was new or not, but it was something that I saw for the first time about the MK Ultra Project. Ah, that's that's something. And that, that, that because they couldn't convince doctors in the United States to go along with this crazy project, they moved on up to Canada. Where they bamboozled and shamboozled the Canadians <laughs> and letting them run, hey. letting them run their <laughs> shit up there. Yeah, yeah. So it was MK Ultra that side. I didn't see the Majestic Twelve, but we'll go over that thing with that. But I looked up a little bit of it. Um, I think it's got some interesting implications with things that are going on today, uh, especially with what possibly landed in Vegas <laughs> two nights ago. Yes. I'm just saying. It's all here. Jeff will probably take the lead on this. So before I get into it, right. last couple of weeks have been interesting. Last last weekend, I don't know if it was last weekend, last weekend or whatever, 
Uh, Line, I did a psychic fair. Yes, you locally. did. Locally. Yeah, sure. uh, I was I was shocked. It was a really good time. Uh, really good turnout, all things considered. There was a, a Greek fest going on yep. at one end of Vestal. There were Front Street Days going on at the Front other Street. end of Vestal. Yep. Yep. And we still drew. We still do enough people that Elania and I want to whacking out 10, 12 readings apiece. Yep. Um, plus, there were other readers that were busy as well. Oh, they were all busy. Plus, yep. there was stuff going on in the next building over yep. Yep. that I guess they were busy too. I don't know how busy they were. They were, no, vendor, they were busy. There were vendors and yep. touchy feely things going on over there. Yep. So it was only busy to about two, and then it died, which is fine because we crammed all that business in the three hours, four hours that we were there. Right. right. And then we just kind of hung out the last two hours and chatted. No, I was. But I, you were there. You were yeah. there. You were there. So many coworkers, so many family, so many friends. Yep. It um, was like so a little family reunion. Uh, yeah. Julia was there. Yep. And yeah. uh, there's someone else. Was there for oh there was someone else I knew that came there specifically, and they brought four or five friends. Yep. So there was probably an easy dozen and a half people that were just groupies of, yeah. of myself and Alani. You know, Heather brought five people with her. Yeah, I saw, I saw like that. Five people. I saw that. You know, so they so, had their little troop there, and so uh, two weeks prior to that, or three weeks prior to that, whatever it was, Alani and I were up in. Well, we weren't really technically in Rochester. We were in a place called Caledonia. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought that was made up because I think there was some place made up called Caledonia, but maybe I'm thinking of something. It's probably a Star Wars universe, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Princess Bride or something. <laughs> Anyways, so we were there for it was kind of a para fest shindig. It was a good time. I uh, got to introduce a couple of my new books out and um, meet some people. There were a lot of people there to meet. A lot of people there to meet, and uh, a lot of a lot of Bigfoot people, and uh, I don't know, oh gosh, celebrities, yeah. I don't know, celebrities or no, I know dignitaries or whatever, whatever they're called, whatever they're called. Yeah. So from that, I'll start. I'll start with the good stuff first. And get to there. So, so this is for you. Oh, I got something. We got presents. We got presents. Oh, so that is a, a Bigfoot. Look at that, and it's a. Hot cold, hot cold thermos. Well, thank you. Depending sir. on the lid you put on it, I think that is the hot lid. Maybe wow. there's another yeah, there's nice another lid in there. Another I think. lid in there. Yep, yep. Look, guys. There's another lid. Yep. There is another lid in there. Another lid in there. There in there. It's clear. It's clear. And I think that is for the cold, maybe. Oh really? I don't. Yeah, know. Really? There really might be cool. there might be instructions inside. Hopefully there is. But and I got a I got a Second Amendment one for me. Ah. Very nice. Well, thank you. So those I got that. There's, there's a lot of Bigfoot. Yeah, I was always surprised. Yeah, so Bigfoot things up there. Gifts are always good. Bigfoot things up there. Um, and then, right. and then, lose everything here. not that you are much for doing this. I don't think you are, but you might be. I got you some tattoos for your car. Oh, gosh. For the for the Hummer or wherever. Look at that. Yeah, look at those. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got another one here. Look, 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 look. Right. Well, Sasquatch with a heartbeat. Thank you, sir. That one I got on my car. For service. Oh, yeah, that one's going on the Hummer. Yeah. Now, do these go on the outside? They go on the outside. So, right. so there's like, up once so before. there's, so you want to peel the back. Right, peel the back, right. Place it, put it on the way you want it, press it on there, press it on there. And then this front sheet, you eventually peel back off of it. Gotcha. So press it on, get it on there, 
But is the press on like I take it out and press on like this? No. Nope. I turn it around and yep. press it on like yeah. Press it okay. on like that. Okay. And there's a heat on this side. All right. And then once you do, you peel off the other. This layer. peels off and it just leaves the white actually uh, vinyl. On cool. It. So it's peeled off real slow. Well, thank but you. I got I put that one in that one on my car and it worked out well. That's awesome. So these are nice, and they they put this extra, they put this uh, extra front piece on just to keep things in place for you. I actually may make uh, placement. A as you are aware, I am painting a certain Super Camaro white right now, ah, and uh, this with that one of these would look really good, I think, on the back window. Yeah, I may do that. Okay. So thank you so much, appreciated, sir. Of the of the oh, God, dignitaries, oh, the dignitaries you, over there. Dude, seriously, the are you kidding me? The dignitaries over there. There was, oh, this got wet and rain, but it's, all right, it's covered in glass. Steve Coles. Coles? Yeah, Coles. Coles? Coles? He's been on Mansa Quest and all that. He, uh, <laughs> this was, I, I, I felt this was a very, if I was a Sasquatch, I would hide from this guy. I would not come out with this guy. But he is the Sasquatch detective. Yeah, that's what he is. He's and a police officer. We got, uh, we got uh, this, and this is to the, to the, the podcast. Oh, well, thank you, Steve. To the podcast. Steve wrote one out to the podcast. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> and uh, he said, he said, give him a call sometime. Jump right on and talk with us about what we want to talk about. All right, well. And I and I thought that was a great, great thing for him to do. So I got Steve to sign one to my buddy Jeff directly. Jeff. And this is Jeff's own personal oh, good Lord. autographed well. <laughs> combat Sasquatch detective photo. Thank you. And I knew you would I knew you would like those. I knew yeah, you would like those. Well, one's for you. No, you're no, 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 that's both here. We got right. a spot from here. Well, there we go. We got one to the show. Thank you, Steve. I have signed my book. I got one of his books. And he, and he got one of his books. I got one of his books. Um, Steve made out good. To help me, to help me yeah. better so, find Sasquatch in the field. So, okay, I, I've never yeah. met, uh, that I can recall, I've never met Steve in person. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm just going off the. I tried to contact if you're listening. I did try to contact you a few times um, about a particular area in the Adirondack, Adirondack Mountains. Actually, I took a team up with me. I took um, a former um, Broome County Sheriff, uh-huh. a current Broome County Sheriff, and I also took a private detective and, and Heather as well on a Bigfoot expedition to this particular area. And I, I told, uh, you know, I wrote an email, a couple emails right. to Steve, letting him, hey, we're going up here on this date. date. Um, I knew he knew the area mm-hmm. where to look. Um, and this is, again, he's following the typical protocol of the Bigfoot community. So I, I'm not mad at him. I don't, you know, I understand what his thought process is. He doesn't know who I am. Um, but there's a lot of non-sharing information. Yeah. Extremely non-sharing to the point of... Um, Paranoia, I think, on a lot of researchers. And I'm not saying he's paranoid. I'm just saying just the others out right. there. And I think part of the problem with that, what that leads to is we're never going to solve this mystery if people don't work together. You know, Again, and I'm not, I'm not saying he's like that. I'm just saying that the overall persona within the big few community is very, hey, I got an area, but I'm not going to talk about what it is, but here's my evidence. Right. Which is great. You're getting evidence, but... <coughs> People need to be able to duplicate what you're doing in the same area to really justify what you're doing. Not saying anybody's faking. Not saying that at all. You know, um, but so that was. <laughs> I was a little miffed. I never got a response from a gentleman. So that is what it is. So I, I'm gonna say I think attitudes might be shifting a little bit because it seems to be more. We want to work together type thing sometimes. Gotcha. Sometimes right. I, I, right. I don't know. I just because right. he was there and there was a couple other people there and. 
I, I know I'm horrible for not remembering names. Um, the one gentleman is, uh, I think he's very popular down in the Carolinas, maybe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Well, do you remember his name? I don't. If okay. I did, then well, that would be it would be easier. But I'll have to look <laughs> it up. Uh, I did buy. I did buy a cryptic cookbook from him, though. Oh. Um, some of his favorite recipes for a variety of cryptids across the country. <laughs> Good idea, actually. Actually, it's not, funny. He's working. Bad idea. He's working on his next one is an alien cookbook. Yeah. And how to make how to serve man. <clears throat> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I think it's how to best serve ET. But so I read through, guys. Okay, some funny stuff, and I'll I'll bring you some of the funny recipes, and when like, in the future, and we'll go over them. They're kind of they're cute, you know. It's 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 cute. Well, I want to say thank you very much for the gifts. You're welcome. You're a very giving and wonderful person, and uh, I always wish I could be more like you. <laughs> no. More broke than you are now. Um, <laughs> right, I know. So it, it was one of these things where, you know, it's it's one of those things where a lot of times it's vendors supporting vendors. Right. Because it doesn't have a lot of foot traffic for right. whatever reason. Right. So a lot of that week in, in, in Caledonia was vendors supporting vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, 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 the Parafest for itself was for a good cause. Um, one, it was uh, a veterans outreach program that they support, and proceeds went part of the proceeds went to that. And then they were doing a separate drive for uh, a woman that they knew that had just passed with, I believe, I want to say cancer, maybe cancer, but she was uh, one of these contestants on uh, Naked and Afraid mm-hmm. reality things, and she was from the area. Oh, wow. And she was a big to do with the the paranormal teams up there and things like that. So it was fundraising. It was a good time. It was for a good reason, good cause. So, yeah, so it was a chance to support some of the vendors. So I got, if I'm going to support them, I'm going to get stuff I can use, not just stuff I get to collect. You know, I got thinking, uh, you know, these paracons and different things that mm-hmm. go on, they would, I think they get much more foot track if they combine it with something. And I, I had a thought about this, you know, um, and just using this group as an example because they get a lot of free press, you know, normally you have to pay for, like, hey, we're going to have an event on this day. Right. Uh, but the news media uh, right now uh, bend over backwards uh, for certain groups. So if you could tie it into the LGBT community, you know, like I have a well, Rainbow Coalition Paracon com- combination thing, I really think you get all the free press you want. The foot track would be unbelievable. I mean, it's a popular thing right now. I mean, this seems like it would be something to, you know, toss well, around. Well, oddly enough, um, the gentleman that was running this Parafest is is part of the LGB community. Well, then you should pop. You well, should but, I, I, but I think he community. likes to be just part of that community. LGB. Oh. The other letters of the alphabet. I don't think he's one of the ones that buys into what they're selling. Oh, I got it. You know what I'm saying? What I did, you might want to float the idea because it's really, if you want to, I'm just saying it's not a bad idea to combine the two. I'm not kidding. I'm actually I know you're not kidding. It, and it just, I just, it's a certain things out there right now. There's certain, I, um, uh, I don't want to say groups, it's not really a great way to word it. Um, segments of the population, however you want to word it, um, they have different things going on that are very, very popular, and just seems like it'd be a good tie in to try and make the, you know, not just turning political, there. right. If it would if it would mean having to get the whole alphabet involved, I would almost rather run 
a Joe Biden fundraiser <laughs> in connection with my paranormal con, then support some of the nonsense that's going on with the yeah. with the tail end of that community. <laughs> I'm just saying. I understand. I'm just saying. Just tossing out ideas. I, <laughs> trying to be helpful. I don't want to bud light the moment, if you know what I mean. Bud light the moment. So... So I had a good time. Again, we got a couple other things coming up. We got uh, August is a horror, sci-fi horror fest up in uh, Vernon, New York. Yep. At the casino, which is nice. Um, and uh, that looks like it's going to be a good time. Not necessarily it's a, not necessarily a paranormal, paranormal crowd, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but we go up anyways, uh, Alani's middle son. Is very much into the horror and Delaney likes it too, and uh, he went last year with us to help us, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a great time. Some, he had such a good time that he actually offered to sponsor the, the trip for us. Mm-hmm. So he's paying for the to get in the, the rooms, and so Stephen had a good time. So, um, do you remember we? Uh, uh, I you you not me you <laughs> I helped in a tiny minusque way, and I can't remember the other gentleman's name, but he was at the house. He was here. Uh, we did that the, the film fest tied in with the, yeah. the parrot many years ago. Yeah. And uh, do you remember the one day he was here? I set up the trains. I had the remote control on my phone. I could run the trains off my phone. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. And we were doing the horror show, movie reviews, and the trains started running. Oh, God. Who was here with us? I can't think of Joe. He's on my Facebook page. I can't think of Was it Mark? Guy. Was it Mark? It was two guys. It was two of them. Was it? Yeah, but anyway, uh, the one uh, he's a director or something or a producer or something. The line he's been in some of his movies. I can't think of his name. So, okay. but anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, otherwise, all right. Story. So right. okay, moving on. Okay. So on to yeah. MJ. Well, actually, it's not really MJ twelve. Now I don't know how much you've seen or what you've. Well, seen. see, I really. If I, you've been under a rock, I can understand why you've not seen any of this. But all right. This is all over. I mean, this is everywhere. Uh, I mean, even CNN and MSNBC. And anyway, uh, you heard of the gentleman named David Grush, the whistleblower. Yes. Okay. So, all right. Now, before we get to David, we have to tie all this together. Okay. All right. And in order to do the, do that, we have to go back seventy six years, seventy five years. We have to go back to Roswell, mm-hmm. New Mexico. Now. <clears throat> We're going to tie in Roswell mm-hmm. to uh, World War II and the, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay. All right. So, back in 1947, the year of the famous Roswell uh, disc crash that turned out to be first a weather balloon and then Project Mogul many years later, uh, Roswell was the home of the 509th atomic bombing wing. Okay. Now, in 1947, there was one atomic bombing wing in the entire world, on the entire planet. Mm-hmm. And it was in Roswell, New Mexico, and it was the 509th. There was no other atomic bombing wing. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that one more time because that really needs to sink in people's minds. There was one <laughs> bombing wing, nuclear atomic bombing wing in the world at the time, and it was the 509th. There was one point on the globe <laughs> that had capability... Of dispatching nuclear destruction. That's right. Okay. And it was the 509. One spot. Out of Roswell, on the globe. One point yeah. on the globe. Okay. 
So, now that we've got that out of the way, got that. who wants the 509th atomic bombing wing? Well, it was the bombing group that dropped the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The players. Okay, so in 1947, the base commander, his name was Colonel Blanchard. All right. Um, he was originally directed to prepare and supervise the detailed operation for the delivery of the first atomic bomb on Hiroshima. He was the backup pilot for the Hiroshima A-bomb drop, which is ultimately delivered by Colonel Paul Tibbets, the, at that time the commanding officer of the 509th Atomic Bombing Group. After the war on January 20th, 1946, Colonel Blanchard became commanding officer of the 509th, succeeding Tibbets. Blanchard and the 509th were immediately ordered to commence operations for Operation Crossroads, which was the atomic test at the Bikini Atoll. Mm-hmm. Where they did all the, you know, right. it was a real high-powered atomic testing after that. With the highest priorities, crews were assembled in March, and, uh, and the final knife was transferred to the Marshall Islands uh, for the testing, which uh, later took place in July. Uh, at the conclusion of the Crossroads test on August 23, 1946, then Colonel Blanchard assumed the duties of commanding officer at the Roswell Airfield in New Mexico, later renamed Walker Air Force Base in 1948. Uh, which became the home, the permanent home of the 509th Atomic Bombing Wing. <sighs> Later on in his career, um, Blanchard became the Vice Chief of Staff of the U.S. Air Force with a promotion to four-star rank. Um, he worked directly out of the Pentagon, and in 1966, he actually died at the Pentagon. He had a massive heart attack inside the Pentagon and died. Um, anyway, as you can see, the star of the Army Air Force in July of 1947 was the base commander for Roswell, the only, again, the only atomic bombing wing in the world. By its very definition, it was the most secure base on the planet at that time. Literally, the most secure base we had. Uh, kind of like Area 51 is today, I imagine. The officer that started the recovery of the crash disc on the ranch of Max Brazil was Major Jesse Marcel who was the intelligence officer for the 509th Atomic Bombing Wing. Okay, now this guy was the the major and the intelligence officer for the most secret atomic bombing wing base on the planet. On the planet. Got that out of there. On the planet. This planet. Then Colonel Blanchard authorized the release to the public of a crash disc, which was not retracted for days and replaced with the crash weather balloon story later on. Even then, the fake news media ate the weather balloon story with a spoon. We can only look back today and ask how in the world was the fake news so gullible to believe that the only, capital letters, atomic bombing wing on the planet made of Army Air Force crack personnel had mistaken a crash weather balloon for a crash flying saucer. Nobody questioned the media. Nobody. <laughs> I, nobody. I don't know why it's hard to believe it today because yeah. yeah. this is what we're doing today with stuff. Yeah. Of course they did. The media bought it, and for over 70 years, they still have not admitted their complete failure in regards to this butchery of the truth. Now we can move on. Okay. Now we've established. All right. So, the Roswell crash happened on July 7th, or on about 1947. This leads to this National Security Act, which is proposed on July 26th, 26th of 1947. The National Security Act was signed into law by Harry S. Truman on September 18, 1947. 
immediately leading to the formation of the National Security Council and the forming of the CIA. The NSA was also formed under this act on November 4, 1952. This is relevant because it establishes a tie in Domestic 12 documents. And later, our current star, um, how was his name again? David Grush. David Grush. All right. So, uh, in 1980, in the early 1980s, um, there were copies in documents uh, provided to a paranormal investigator. All right. Um, this paranormal investigator uh, went public with these documents in some freaking UFO show, right? Um, a UFO debunker named Philip Class, a well-known debunker of UFOs at the time, actually wrote books about, you know, mm-hmm. UFOs not being real, whatever, uh, contacted the FBI with copies of the documents, all right, asking nice. them to investigate due to they were not released through official channels and protocols. <laughs> After his death, this is Philip Class, by the way, it was established he worked as a disinformation operative for the U.S. government <laughs> on the subject of UFOs. Shocker, right? So anyway. Uh, so, uh, Magenta 12 in 1988, uh, two FBI uh, offices received similar versions of the memo title Operation Majestic 12. Uh, claiming to be highly classified government document, the memo appeared to be a briefing for newly elected President Eisenhower on the secret committee created to exploit and recover extraterrestrial aircraft and co- uh, cover this work up from the public examination. Um, Air Force investigations determined the go- uh, document to be fake. Now, this is what you'll find on uh, Wikipedia, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, that is almost 100% false. Um, what had actually happened. Um, I'll, I'll read what was else written about this. Uh, Pruitt to a congressional request, which did happen uh, in, I think it was ni- early 1990s or mid-1990s, was uh, Adam Schmidt. I think his name was Adam Schmidt. He was out of New Mexico, actually. His district housed the now defunctional Roswell Air Force Base. Uh, he asked the General Economy Office, um, after he went to the Air Force, he went to the National Archives and he went to NASA, about what happened to Roswell, and uh, no one would admit anything, and they kept bouncing him, go ask this HC. Mm-hmm. He got bounced back and forth. So he went to the uh, investigation arm of the U.S. Congress and Senate, uh, the GAO, um, and they started knocking on doors, trying to figure out if there was any truth to these documents. Um, publicly, no one would admit at the Pentagon or the Defense Department or any of the other agencies, CIA, NSA, um, if there was any truth to the documents. Um, they did say off the record, well, if you find anything, you're not going to say anything, right? That kind of statement for me. Right? So they had to write a report to say we couldn't find, they couldn't prove it and disprove it. Right. It, whatever. Now, the original investigation that was conducted by the FBI, all it was, the FBI... Uh, went to different high-level officials at the Pentagon about the supposed program. They were told point-blank that the documents were fakes and just to disregard it. And the FBI did. It was like a two-week investigation. They made a few phone calls. They made it, went to the Pentagon, asked one or two people, and they were told to drop it, and they did. Fake, and they wrote bogus. It's on their website. You can see bogus wrong. Right, I've seen those. Yeah, so anyway. So no real investigation was ever really done in these documents. Okay, other than private individuals within uh, different communities. Now, since this time, 
the original documents have been added to by undisclosed sources. Uh, there are documents from different scientific personnel, including Einstein, by the way, and different intelligence gathering organizations and project leads. Um, I actually, on the laptop we're using, I have copies of most of those documents. They're fascinating to read, especially the ones in I, uh, uh, Einstein's own handwriting. Pretty far out shit. Um, it really is, actually. It's really quite fascinating. Um, the original documents were a briefing, apparently, uh, to be provided to then-elected President uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Uh, the documents went into great detail. Uh, the names and rankings of the 12 original majestic mm -hmm. members and the roles and oversight of UFO alien programs were all uh, outlined. Uh, the documents provided the history of the Roswell incident and the formation of the working group known as Majestic 12 or MJ-12. Further, established that Majestic 12 was only answerable to the President of the United States. No activities, funding, oversight would be provided to Congress or the Senate. Now, the programs listed are real eye-openers. Everything from biology of the aliens recovered, proposal systems studies, crash retrieval programs, alien sociological programs, basically trying to figure out what the society of the aliens would be like, uh, communication programs, trying to communicate with them, and the list goes on from there. Uh, the reason was given as well, uh, as well for, for the formation of the group. Basically, uh, the nutshell, the world had just come out of a world war and entered a cold war. The world was not ready for the disclosure that we were not alone in the universe, and we were not even close to being top dog, if you will. It was unknown of the intentions of the aliens visitors as well. <clears throat> were they hostile? Were they friendly? Were they indifferent? Further, it was understood immediately that the first country to duplicate the abilities of the recovered uh, craft would rule the world and win the Cold War by leaps and bounds. There'd be no competition. Thus, this started 75 years of denial, ridicule, disinformation, assassination of those who got too close or failed the total line of the official deniability. The fake news media never did its job, not once, not even a little bit. And now we watch the gates break open. The media cannot keep their hands off it. Still asking the wrong questions and still making the same amateur mistakes. Journalism. I mean, today, it's a joke. They don't even know what questions to ask the people they're in, you know they're interviewing. Mm -hmm. They don't know the follow-up questions. I saw some jackass, um, some famous. I can't even think of jackass's name. It's a, it's a black dude, and they always tow him out. Uh, he's like the Philip Class of today. There's some well-known science with a PhD behind his name, in astronomy or some shit like that, and uh, trying to, you know, explain this shit away. Well, yeah, it could be. Could be Chinese craft or you know Russian. We don't like advanced systems. All right. The only way this could be remotely true is if the Chinese and the Russians had this technology, or the Soviet Union had this technology 70, 75 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. That kind of simplistic looking at it, you know, through that kind of scope, could that even be possible? And the news media doesn't have enough common sense to, to say that. There's like no thought process there. The question, how can you say something like that? That sounds ridiculous to anyone who has a common an ounce of common sense. I, I mean, am I, I wrong here? I, I mean, no, you're not wrong. Right. Right. years later, they still don't have that common sense. And so now we can we can actually turn to Robert Lazar. We're gonna bring Robert Lazar Bob. into this, Mr. Bob. Bob. 
The scientists who made the fantastic claim back in 1989 of the existence of alien craft that he worked on at Area 51, also known as the Groom Lake area, are also known as the S4 complex. He made claims of an element 115, which at that time did not exist in 1989. It was not on our chart of elements. In fact, it was not first discovered until 2003 by a joint team of Russian and American scientists at the Joint Institute for Nuclear Research at Dubna, Russia, 14 years after Bob Lazar's claims of this element and its properties. He was laughed at. He was scoffed at the time in 1989, sure. 1990. Sure. You know, these astrophysics and scientists are saying the guy is nuts. There's no such thing. Well, they were wrong. He also provided, at the time in 1989, he also provided drawings of a hand biometric reader that was required, along with a badge, authorization to enter the S4 complex. This biometric reading technology was pounced upon, again, by the fake news media and its expert scientists to testify that no such technology existed and used this as an excuse to claim the story was bogus. Once again, fast forward to 2018, and lo and behold, part of the hand scanner biometric technology was declassified and showed to be in use by high security military installation as far back as the middle of 1980, or 1980, sorry. And a drawing released matched hmm. Bob Lazar's drawings from 1989. Once again, proving Lazar's story within a reasonable doubt. Now that we've established a timeline and, and, timeline and documented events, we can move into the latest disclosure aspect. Okay. This gets to our, I think, our, our gentleman out there now. David Grooch, retired Air Force and Special Operations Intelligence Officer. Who is he? Well, David Grooch uh, was part of the 3rd Space Exploration Squadron. Uh, in 2012, it was under the Air Force. Now the base is Space Command Center, uh, now uh, Base Force Command System. Uh, Deep Space Tracking System, Technology, Experimentation, Demonstration and tests fall under the Space Force Command. Uh, it was at the Shriver Air Force Base in Colorado. Um, in, I found a press release from October 9, 2012, where uh, he was congratulated from, um, gradu uh, he increased from rank from lieutenant to captain. Um, also housed at the now Space Force Base, are the Missile Defense Integration Operations Center and U.S. Uh, Air Force Warfare Center. Uh, they may have moved the Air Force Warfare, uh, Warfare Center uh, from that facility. I'm not sure if they did or not. Okay. Uh, but it's also the house of the Global Positioning Systems. Okay. Um, what they also do there, and I didn't write this down, but it now is under Space Force. It is the Deep Space uh, Monitoring System is based out of there. So what that is, we have satellites, uh, very top secret, uh, obviously spy satellites that are pointed outwards. A lot of people don't realize that, but it's actually a fact. Um, and I don't know, I think the official explanation for that is A, to track potential Earth-killing asteroids, that kind right. of thing, you know, at least in a clandestine uh, aspect. Uh, it is also, you know, when the Chinese go up to the moon or the Russian take a flyby or whatever, uh, the high orbit, we track that. Um, these satellites do that. Uh, or these probes, uh, but obviously there could be another, you know, use uh, sure. for the system, and that is to track anything incoming to our solar system or you know within our inner solar system. <clears throat> now, what's interesting to note, uh, we have spice, and this is de this is not some of this is declassified. 
<clears throat> this part is, we have highly sophisticated uh, spy satellites orbiting the moon. You can actually see them uh, at the right time with a telescope. Uh, it's never been really explained why the Defense Department, because it came out of the Defense Department, launched those uh, to the moon. But for some reason, we, and maybe because we're watching, maybe when it's, we're waiting for the Chinese to land or the Russians, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we're tracking that information, who knows, but we are, we have currently and are monitoring the moon um, with satellites going around the moon. So just interesting little tidbits of information that kind of layer into all this. All right. Um, so he came forward, um, and what's fascinating about this recent disclosure is he used the whistleblower status, which is the first time it's ever been used in this particular uh, fashion uh, for this particular subject. <clears throat> he followed the official channels. He even got a Department of Defense signed document, which I saw, allowing him to speak to the media about the subject, but he was not authorized in the, in the document to release any documents, photos, or other testimony. Um, so once again, the fake news media, again, they didn't. They simply cannot follow and investigate the story. They missed the part where he did indeed, because you, you'll watch, if you watch some of the news, they say, well, he hasn't offered any proof. He, zoom, he hasn't offered any documents. All right? Because okay. he can't. Not to them. To them. But if you read what he wrote or what he talks when he's speaking into right. the camera, uh, he did indeed turn over documentation files to the DOD Inspector General. This, capital letters, is why the DOD is taking the case extremely serious. It establishes that there is indeed a group or groups that are operating and not reporting to Congress, Senate, the President, nor normal military command chain. This is indeed a shadow government and is 100% illegal. And this is why the DOD is all over this. You know, within days, the Pentagon released a statement saying there's nothing to this. Because mm-hmm. they got Project Arrow shit going right. on and whatever. There's other there's other stuff going on, and I don't know if they're mad because they got egg over their face, or if there's people within the Pentagon that are aware of this other group mm-hmm. and they're trying to cover the tracks. But right now, you got two major branches, <laughs> you know, All right. going that going on the head to head over this. <clears throat> All right, da, 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 da. Uh, you could almost say that there's a legitimate war going on between the legitimate government and the shadow government started. Um, now, this is what I think of Mr. David Drush, and this is why you have to be careful, no matter how good their credentials are. He worked as an extremely high-level intelligence officer. That can't be denied. That's a fact. But, but, this is where the media, again, doesn't do their job. He also served as a counterintelligence officer as well. Part of that scope is to spread disinformation. That's what you do. Right. That's part of the thing you do as a disinformation, you know, okay, as a counterintelligence officer. So, as good as the credentials are, as good as the proof he may have provided the General Kind Office, uh, or the Inspector General, sorry, for the uh, Defar- Department of Defense, you have to ask yourself, was it legitimate? Right. Is it legitimate? Now, the key point that some of the fake news media picked up on, and this is what scares me, and we're going to tie this into disinformation, the remarks in regards to the hostility of the alien visitors. 
Now, I, I don't know how much you, you watched of the interview. He's done numerous no, interviews, interviews now. Okay. Okay. Well, there's a lot of transcripts out there right now. And there's tons of video all over the place. Uh, but he mentioned this. He was asked point blank if we had tried to shoot these down. And he said we had, you know, proper age or means to do so. And then the follow-up, they reported the follow-up, did a good uh, job of following up the question. Well, was there, you know, was there any active military personnel killed or in this... Mm-hmm. And, you know, he basically said, I'm paraphrasing, I should have wrote it down, but, you know, people have lost their lives, you know, in regards to this situation. But meaning, yes, right. engaged in a hostile way. Yes, people died. All right. <clears throat> so, with that being said, I believe it's important to ask, why now? Why, why now? Why allude to the hostility, or the possible hostility, the aliens visitors? I watched the full interviews with David. Um, I am picking up my personal feeling I, when I watched his body reaction, um, his way his eyes blinked. I'm not an expert. Mm. I have no idea. Right. But sometimes you can watch someone talk and you can tell if they're, you know, they're lying to the camera, if they're full of shit, you know, maybe look away or whatever. There's certain things you just look for, you know. You know, if someone... You're in a relationship. Here's a good example. And you, you, you've been cheated on, right? You don't want to see the signs, but the signs are staring you right in the face. Right. Right? And you see it after the fact. You're like, oh, hey, I remember when yeah. she looked, or he looked away, or she looked away, or whatever. You know? So anyway, uh, something telling me, he's not telling the truth, the full truth, uh, as to what parts I don't know. But I don't think he's given 100% accurate information. You know, it could okay. be sugar-coated. It could be disinformation, some of it. I think the part about there's a group of individuals, you know, that are operating outside the normal parameters of the U.S. government is probably true. That part, I think, is true. There's no doubt. Actually, I think I know there's no doubt in my mind about that aspect of it. But I think I, I question the, the, the claims of hostility, uh, which... Literally, it could be true, but it doesn't make sense. If they were hostile and they're that far advanced, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. It'd be, it, you know, it's like talking on Superman's cape. There'd be no, you know, there'd be no right. competition, you know. So <coughs> it, it just, that's where I have a hard time believing everything he's saying. Is it doesn't make any sense. Um, okay, I went over that. So we move on. I can't. I, I can't but help wonder if the alternative motivation uh, was to convince not just the United States population of hostile aliens, but the entire world. And I actually listed the the benefits of doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, if if you're if you're in the know, and uh, the benefits that would be of something of that nature. What 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 would be the end result that would be on the positive? If we were con- if we could convince the public mm-hmm. that we were being threatened by an outside force. Actually, I just used Ronald Reagan's terminology. He actually said that once. <clears throat> he actually said at the United Nations. He actually gave a speech to the United Nations. He was president of the United States, and he was talking about the the hostilities, the Cold War at the time mm-hmm. uh, between us and the Soviet Union. And he, he said, I often wonder, his words, um, how fast our differences would disappear if our planet was faced by an outside threat. 
And he was obviously clearly indicating an yeah. alien threat. You know, how fast our differences would disappear, whether it be political or religious, if we like, holy shit, we're about to be annihilated, we gotta do something. You know, so, anyway. <clears throat> One, it continues to deep control the information. If you know aliens are hostile, you think aliens are hostile. Two, justification for the past non-disclosure, meaning why did we keep the secret so many years? Well, they're, they're hostile. We were afraid that we would alert, you know, scare the shit out of the, the public. And the governments would collapse, all that kind of horse shit. Society would go down a drain. A massive, three, a massive increase in funding would happen immediately. Uh, not just the United States, but every military on the planet for more advanced weapon systems. I mean, we would, we would, we would dump everything. If we knew, if we knew for a fact that we were being threatened by an outside force, Every government on this planet would pump every last fucking red cent into military spending and weapons development. Yeah, it'd be it happened on it like that. It wouldn't be any discussion about it. It would just happen. You know, all kinds of national security shit would go up. You know, martial law, it, night and day, it'd be happening like that. There would be a combined effort to engage so-called hostile aliens. We'd see all kinds of governments who never work together start working together. Okay. An extreme rollback of personal rights and privileges across all nations. Extreme. Citizens could be targeted as potential alien sympathizers. Under, defense, under the Defense Authorization Act in this country, such citizens could be held without any legal, any legal recourse as long as the DOD wishes. This is actual fact. We could see alien lockdowns. Example, a suspected hostile alien craft was detected in your area. All citizens are confined to indoors until further notice. That's the kind of shit that could happen like that. Claimed abductees would be rounded up and put into re-education centers. Claimed Claims against normal citizens of being abductees or alien synthesizers could be used to silence critics and what's left of the few legitimate journalists added to those, these particular wonderful camps. So if you were saying, hey, oh, oh, a show like this, let's stop the train here. Things are going off the rails like COVID. We could be considered you know, synthesizers to, that, to these aliens. We could be rounded up. It's not far-fetched. You really start to think I, about what happened in I, COVID. I'm, this is a far-fetched shit at all. trying not to interject just yet. Yeah, okay, all right. From what I can see, there are very well be a, a very sinister motive at play here. An attempt to really sub, subjug, subjugate the entire Earth population, and not by aliens, but by a select few humans. Now, of course, there is also a very real possibility that some of the races, some, and I capitalize that, uh, I should underline it like 10 times, coming to Earth are indeed hostile. That could be legitimate. Who knows? So it begs the question, how many races are coming? How many are already here? Do we know what star systems they come from? Or maybe what dimensions or even galaxies? Are there any truths to claims of alien bases on the Earth and the Moon and other planets in our solar system? I believe now we have entered the most dangerous time of human existence. We seem to have our government institutions fighting over information and control. On one hand, we have a nightmare scenario of hostile aliens here and now. On the other hand, we have a nightmare, equal nightmare scenario of a shadow government attempting 
to subjugate all of humanity. These are indeed the darkest times that I can possibly imagine in my little mind. So there you are. On that note. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. To Majestic 12. Sure. <laughs> okay. Oh! That, by the way, everybody. This is, one of my, this is one of my favorite. Uh, I love this shit. I buy it always in a big bottle. I love it. So. Yes, sir. One of the things I sent you the other night that you can pull up because it was on yes, Instagram. Yes, I know. And that's fine. That's fine. So, it's funny you say alien sympathizers and immediately talk about COVID. There is, or has started, the seeds of doubt of whether the UFOs are actually real. There is, there is a segment that claim that the United States, or shadow government, has access to hyper-accurate holograms. That they can make a hologram out of anything, especially an alien spacecraft, and project it into the sky so that it looks real. That the thought is, by 2024, there will be an alien invasion forcing the world governments to finally come under one government rule. And that the alien invasion is actually going to be these hyper-accurate holograms of UFOs with actual legitimate aircraft inside with weapons that are attacking cities and installations. But it'll appear to be the UFOs and the aliens. That story actually goes back to a, a book by, oh God, Bill, what was the first, Bill something, I can't think of his last name, it's going to drive me nuts. He actually died in an FBI shootout. Mm. Um, he was targeted. No, he really was targeted. Uh, what was it? Operation Trojan Horse. It was something like that. It was a, it's a top right. selling top selling Sounds book. Right. It's still, it's still, it's like in the sixth or seventh copy of printing to the day. It still sells. Um, ah, God! Someone listening to the show is going to know exactly. Your, your nephew is going to listen to the show and know exactly what yeah. I'm referring to. Um, and I know his first name was Bill. I just can't think of his last name. It's driving me nuts. But he he was the first one that he was an insider. I can't remember what agency he worked for, but he wrote a book all about this. And he did. He said, and this is back. We're talking back in the, the late '80s, early '90s. He wrote all this shit, and this is exactly what he said would happen. To the T, what you just said is exactly what he described was happening. Um, he he was shown doc, briefing documents back in the 70s uh, when he was in the intelligence and they were talking about aliens and this other shit he later determined that those documents were forgeries uh, when he was being briefed and it, it was a counterintelligence operation and it was part of a, a project to fool the public in the future of an alien invasion with the one goal of bringing the planet mm -hmm. under a one world government. Um, so yes, this is actually not a new story. Um, there is no, it's it's yeah. not, but it needs to be 
refreshed. Yes. Yes. So and that's what's going on now. And you know, you talk about alien sympathizers. I think equally with that are are alien disbelievers. Oh yeah. That that group that won't get vaccinated, that group that won't <laughs> wear a mask, that group that won't stay six foot apart, right, are now gonna be locked up. There's a lot of things going on right now that and again, this is there's been several hinting around at that. There was one that talked about the the New World Order and going that and I'll have to go back and look it up but the gentleman actually said he was actually within 20 feet of one of these holograms and he couldn't tell that it wasn't real. And that was several years ago before technology has even gotten better. Right. AI can make anyone's voice not the AI you can get out off of Google when you search for AI programs, but AI is at the point that it can duplicate anyone's voice, so you don't know. You know who's talking, who's not talking, who's saying what, who's not saying what. Right. It's very interesting because um, I never, I never discounted Bill's story. Uh, to me, it was always grains of truth that mm-hmm. I found, kernels of truth that I found what what he was saying. And um, it makes to me it makes perfect sense, you know. I I could see that scenario easily playing out. Um, do, does that mean that aliens aren't real or visitors aren't real or dimensional beings? No. What it means is we're taking advantage, or not us. Certain people, certain groups are taking advantage of that and using it for their own demise. Um, look at we we played. I'm sure we played in the the show before we talked about it. I know we talked about it on Let's Talk Ghost, but the video by UNICEF, you know, the organization, yes. you know, with the, it was played all over the place down in Argentina and shit like that, uh, with the, you know, hybrid alien kid, Should, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, like, and it was funded by the United Nations. I mean, and they're, well, you know, they're just as it, how can you not, you know, it was a test program right. to see how it was going to play. It was to prepare people for the possibility, you know, that very different beings could be in existence and could be coming here or already here, you know. So, my feeling is, we as a planet, we as a species are more trouble than we're worth at the moment. (coughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. More trouble than we're worth at the moment. Um... But going on that train of thought, uh, what I think, and, and I think there's legitimacy to that what you just referred to with the hologram program and the fake alien invasion, that tells me one of two things, okay? That the people that control all this information are afraid, number one, of losing power, mm-hmm. and B, once we have technology where we no lo- really no longer need coal or oil or gas or you know all this other shit mm-hmm. that we don't really need, the entire world economy is going to collapse. Everything's going to collapse. Everything that we know and understand and how society operates is going to come crashing down with a gigantic thug. We're not going to need... Do we really need governments anymore after that point? Once we realize that 
we're so much more as a species and there's so much more to existence than just trying to make money and mm-hmm. you know trying to be the top dog country in the world and that kind of shit now it's all horse shit once you have a very advanced species coming here and got to that point by getting rid of all that shit more than likely more than, I, I'm assuming but more likely right uh, that means there's a great hope for humanity to do the same and the the people that are in power today don't want that because that means they lose everything they have just like everybody else does. The old world gets washed away and you have a completely new world in the way we do things. It almost sounds like communism in some ways. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, can you imagine being tr- Harry S. Truman? He's the one that started Majestic 12, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one that signed the security acts. He, yeah. he got it going. Can you imagine Truman sitting in his office and just found out we got fucking aliens, right? Crash disc, right? And, and they're starting to do all these studies. And he's like, fuck. They sound like fucking commies. You know, we're in the war in the fucking Cold War. Last week, news the Soviet Union, knowing that they got communist aliens out there, too. I mean, like, there's no money. There's no bargaining system. Everyone just puts their best effort forward for the system, <laughs> for the race. I mean, like... Granted, the Soviet Union wasn't a communist state. It was a totalitarian well, state. But regardless, true communism, you know what I'm saying. Yes. You know, so, but can you imagine, I mean, I get it. I get what they were thinking in 1947. Mm-hmm. This guy had a world, a world <clears throat> war right. where you fought back the, the tri-power of evil. <laughs> some, some, you know, the, the, whor- the whores, the, you know, the six million Jews being exterminated, all the whores along with that. And then you enter a Cold War. It's based on, you know, atomic energy and mm-hmm. atomic bombs that would do unimaginable destruction. You're in the middle of that, and then you got aliens dropping in and <laughs> crashing their shit all over the place. And you're the president, and you're like, fuck! Can you imagine that? I mean, like, that had to be the most far-out experience that these, I mean, like, I don't know, I just, I don't know how they handled it. I mean, like, the shit that we have today, I mean, like, it's bad enough. I mean, could you imagine that shit? In 1947? Fuck. You know, shit. They're still using to learn fucking toilet paper the right way. I mean, fuck, come on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I just, I just, there's... I think, again, I think that as... I think right now we are more hassle than we're worth. Instead of dealing with seven billion people, they might prefer to deal with seven families oh, yeah. that are in power. Mm. See, this is where that I, I get what you're saying. That makes sense from a purely purely human logical standpoint, but the way we think. But and this is what I think the great danger with with an outside force, visitors, aliens, whatever the fuck they may be, interdimensional beings, I don't fucking know. And there's more than one, obviously. There's more than one group coming here. Or species, whatever. Um, and I think the, the problem we have as a species is we we like to think in Star Trek terms. Okay? Meaning that, hey, we're the Federation. We got rid of all that shit. We evolved. We're better now. You're here for peace and exploration. Okay? We as humans automatically want to think the best about ourselves. So this is the terms that we think about, right? But that's not reality. That's not that. Well, it may be reality, but that's there's nothing to show us 
in the galaxy that that's reality for any other species, right? We like to think we're going to achieve that, and that's what we're going to become. But our history shows we're not, right? So based on that, I think it's very dangerous to assume that an outside force would have similar goals or ideas that we do. You see what I'm saying? Who's no, I don't. Oh, I don't think. I I don't I don't think the aliens are here to help us. What I'm saying is, you convince whatever it is, the seven or dozen point one percent families that control everything, the Rockefellers, the whatever, whatever, that we 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 want your resources. We want this. We want that. We want what. We want whatever. We want whatever. And it would be far easier if you had a population of seven billion slaves <laughs> to do the work, right. or seven billion slaves that you can sell off to us, and we can take other places, transplant other places. I think our greatest resource is, is our population. This is a Goa'uld moment where we start getting transplanted. Is that fucking Klingon or something? Gold? Yeah. Stargate. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not Stargate? No, I like Stargate. I just haven't watched it in so long. It just sounds very Klingish. Gold that takes human slaves and transplanted them all over the galaxy to do slave work. Work in mines, work in other areas. See, I don't... Humans are high maintenance. See, no, this, you and I are high maintenance. No, no, no. Humans are in general high maintenance. No. Like we need food, we need shelter, we need water. We need all this other shit, right, to stay alive, even to be slaves. And we have this in, this spirit within us to fight against that in every way possible. This is what human beings are. Uh, the animal instinct, if you will. Not to be tamed, okay? So, I never felt... And I still don't, and I, I feel strongly that has nothing to do with resources on this planet with these things showing up, whatever they are. Nothing to do with resources. If there is a resource that they're interested in, you're right, it's human beings, but human for beings. a particular different reason, I think. I believe, again, this is based on my abduction research, and this is mm-hmm. going into a realm, but you know what? Shit. You almost didn't exist five or six years ago, right? Now they exist. Now we got, whistle- we got whistleblowers coming forth. And now we know there's a shadow government, and the news media is actually covering it all, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's becoming real. The next step is, holy shit, they're abducting citizens without permission. That's the next fucking ball to drop. That makes them hostile. Okay, so we're back in the hostile aspect of things. In our mindset, that makes them hostile. So, But they're interested in, in my opinion, again, this is my abduction research, they're interested in this not for our physical capabilities, but we have something else. In my opinion and viewpoint, mm-hmm. we have a soul, a spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe that soul spirit, the way I word it, is um, what's the word? Damn it, Deep Space Nine, Jax. What the hell? Symbiotic. Symbiotic. A symbiotic relationship between the physical and the spiritual. It's that the other part of the equation, the soul, spirit, whatever you want to call it, the energy, is what they're more interested in. That's what I truly, truly believe from my from my research. It's that. 
they're obviously they're very interested in you know humans and how we act in particular sense of sexuality and reproduction purposes they don't give a shit about our society or how we no. operate or anything like that they they want to know just enough how things work like if you go to McDonald's and you need to order a cheeseburger how would you do that if you're riding a school bus how do you act stupid shit like that that we would take for granted that seems obvious is fucking unbelievable they can't wrap their mind around it it's little things they can't wrap their mind their minds around how our society works and it's just for them to fit in or a part of them to fit in for a brief amount of time that's just my opinion again my opinion I don't know how we got into this. <laughs> but anyway, it goes back to, I don't think they're interested in dealing with any leading groups of humans. I really don't. I don't think they do a rat's ass. I, I just oh, I don't see that. I think so. I, I don't see that at all. I think in any kind of, in any kind of organization, there, there's bound to be a middleman, middle management that you rely upon to control your employees, your, your lower, your lower workers. Yes. And, that middle management that that may think they have power, but they're not. They're fucking middle management. You know how middle management works. But that's that is that is that goes back to the abduction scenario. That goes to the hybrid aliens, the humans, half aliens, whatever you will. And then you then you would have the abductees. If, if, then you have shit bags, and then you have regular humans. That's how that would work. That equation. I just am saying <laughs> that if if I was orchestrating a hostile takeover of a company I might try to find a few people within the company that'd be willing to help me they're called abductees <laughs> I think they're not called abductees they're called fucking middle managers that are sick of what's going on they're going to help me no matter what and then I'm going to want to get rid of troublemakers so I think COVID is probably wasn't necessarily test run but you would quickly single out the unvaxxers the unmaskers the nonconformists yeah everything I think they're going to start disappearing and oop, it's not black ops, it's not the secret police, it's fucking alien abductions where these fuckers went. Whatever. Well, I think And that's gonna leave you a more compliant population. And and I, I know what you're saying, Jeff, and I I think both of us have watched way too much sci fi, <laughs> but the indomitable fighting spirit of the human is a lot shallower than you think it is. How right, many people, people spent how many people six thousand years in bondage? <laughs> Two thousand. How sorry. many people? Two thousand years in bondage. How many people? Pharaoh, let my people go. How okay. many people are still <laughs> out in public with masks on? Still driving in their car with masks on? Still getting COVID shots, COVID boosters? Aren't aren't able to see grotesque injustices? in society with what's going on on a day-to-day basis. But I got, I got to jump in real quick before okay. I lose my train of thought. Okay. The shots hit me. Though. I I'm bet I'm an old man. I'm 50. The shit didn't hit me. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
So I just want, I want to backtrack this. Teeny weeny weeny. Back to version one. Okay. All right. So uh, I think the people. Oh, that's what I wanted. I think the people who actually had the most to fear, uh, believe it or not, and this again, this is based on my research. Mm-hmm. I think the people who had most to fear are the people who are gifted in the psychic world, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because those people, a lot of them have the ability to see auras or detect auras of human beings. And the the hybrids do not have the same kind of auras that humans do, the mix. And the aliens definitely don't. It's a dead giveaway to the people who are gifted. Those are the people that are going to disappear like a thief in the night. 3 a.m., you wake up, your wife's not there no more. <laughs> Scotty, beam her up. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I know you're. Dead I think serious. those are the people who really have to be on alert. Uh, again, I, I could be 100 percent wrong. I probably am, but you never know. These are nightmare scenarios. Yeah, the, no. the, the truth of the matter is, right now we. I get, have, what, you're saying, I get what you're saying with that, though. I see. I do understand what right. you're saying with that. I just, I don't think those would be the the highest priority. Right now, we we know we can establish. I think over everything we went. We definitely have this going on. We have two hands of the government, right? And one is trying to find out what the fuck's going on, and the other one's trying to hide it. That is going on right now. That's I don't even think that's questionable at this point. How much they're trying to hide and what they're hiding is really the question. And what is their end goal by trying to hide it? Is it a, a fake possible alien invasion, which is a distinct possibility, which I admit freely that could be a real thing. It's not beyond uh, the realm of possibilities. Um, Or is it because they really are afraid? Or is it because they really want the technology to develop just for the United States so we can rule the planet, which is another distinct possibility. This this other group trying to bring the shit out because they know mankind through what we know is going to transform. We're not going to be the same species once it's all out there. Once we we know we don't need to kill the planet to do you know to have the energy we need to survive. There's once we know there's a universe that is so much more beyond us, and there's all these other species out there. It's not one or two or ten. There's thousands, hundreds of thousands of species out there. Some of them are intelligent. Some are way more intelligent than ours. Some may be below us. They're not at our development level yet. But they're scattered everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're not alone in the universe. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely not the lowest definitely. on the total pool. No. But we're not even close to being the top. No, no, no. You know, right. and I think, you know, mankind is getting to the point where it's coming out. It's one way or the other it's going to come out. And the war is going on right now, and I think we're seeing it unfold right in front of us. So, that's what I think. Okay. We know there's I, a secret group that controls the information. I, I, I think we know that for sure. What's that? So I appreciate your optimism. Well, I, I try to look at things on the bright side. I I don't think the seven billion of us amount to a hill of beans in the grand scheme of the universe. No, we don't. I mean, we're a speck. We're in a speck. So not, we're a speck I'm not sure, in the dust of time. I'm not sure unless there's something more valuable we have to offer why any alien species is going to waste their time trying to bring us up to speed. Well, no, and I, again, again, I, it's a possibility, 
but I, I think they have their own intentions. I think there's more than one. There's different groups with their own intentions. For all we know, they'd be fighting over us. Who knows? You know, like a girl at a party and all the guys want the same girl and there's yeah. 10 guys fighting over. I mean, it could be something, a scenario like that. Who knows? But, but they all have their own intentions of what they want to do with this girl. You know, some want to fuck her in her ass. Some want to marry her. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. They don't want to fuck her, which is what right. they want to do to us. They don't want to right. fuck us one way or the other. Yeah, but I'm lube just, helps. Some are going to give us some lube. Yeah, some are no, going to give us lube. None of them are going to give us lube. <laughs> Trust me. I'm going to say none of them are going to give us lube. I just... The way our society is de-evolving as we speak. Oh I, everything I, is falling. I see us on that path already. Everything is falling. That apart. it won't take, it won't take much beyond a fleet of holographic UFOs. <laughs> you are right. No, to scare the yet. shit. We were scared shitless of COVID. over the common fucking cold. Yeah, yeah. And go ahead and take the broadcast. I don't give a shit, YouTube. It's, <laughs> it wound up being nothing more than basically a bad common cold. And they gave us drugs and they gave us vaccines. That's actually killing us more than the COVID did. <laughs> yep. Causing more problems than actually the COVID did. And but for, making a lot of money for a few people. Making right. a lot of money for a few people. Yep. And we, we went for it hook, line, and sinker. There's a bunch of them still going for it hook, line, and sinker. And for something that is like stubbing your toe compared to an alien invasion... <laughs> A well-orchestrated, well-choreographed, well-cinematographed alien invasion is not just going to collapse 99% of the world population into kissing someone's ass that can make those aliens go away. I'm, I'm just saying. And if it gives them, if it gives them the opportunity to, to revoke civil rights and to revoke the Constitution and group us under a one-world government led by those assholes in the World Economic Forum, the Soroses and the Rockefellers and the... the G7. Whatever. Yeah. What, well, no, because Biden's part of the G7, and he's just, he's just an idiot. <laughs> I think I think they're just letting him... If there was a huge puppet, they're, they're testing the wars with... It's with this <laughs> fucking idiot. I'm just saying, and I get it. I'm the negative nanny of the group. I get it. I didn't say negative nanny. I know, no, I admit it. I admit it. Hey, I, 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 I will accept that label as being a negative nanny on things. But with the current state of transis and transat and fluid this and fluid <laughs> and that. Dolphins. And I don't know what fucking gender I am. The there's, there's 56 fucking genders and whatever. I feel like I'm being a cat today. I'm, I'm just a saying. Cat, God damn it. Just saying. I'm going to have a tail graphic. There is, ass. there is. I'm just hoping whatever happens, happens before the pedos get in power. Because <laughs> they're the next one's coming. They're, Literally, next one's they're, coming. They're sexualizing, they're sexualizing children. They're making it more and more acceptable that kids. How can you not make. The logical half step, and we have gotten off the fucking paranormal pony. Right <laughs> we have made your way. How can you not realize, not see the logical half step from saying that a two year old, a six year old, a ten year old has a mental capacity to decide their sexuality, male, female, whatever, 
to make the choice to take Dolphin. hormone blockers, to cut off parts of their body or Dolphin. add parts to it, <laughs> that you can't make that hashed up to say, well, if they can do that, then why can't they choose their sexual partner at any age? Yep, there you go. No, that's legitimate. I'm just saying. No, no, you're right. 100% these, right on These that. fuckers. No, you are. And, that, and no. that, is, yep. that is the problem I have with the transgender community. I don't have a problem with transsexuals. Because these are people that, in my opinion, have gone the extra mile to, <laughs> to do the conversion from one sex to another. You and they're what? happy with that. No, we, or the transvestites right. that like to be in women's clothes. Right. Clinger and the rest right. of them. Right. Uh, Mrs. Porn Doggle, whatever yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire, yeah. Okay. But it's this transgender that flip-flops and goes and happy as hell to pirate everything else. Uh, well, I... I uh, fuck them. That community, I, I, I will give them a shitload of credit because i tell you what, to go through all those operations to change like that, um, that is all in. And I give them props for that. I have no, I know, I look, I have friends. Uh, I'm not going to name any of them, you know, but they've gone that route, and I respect them. That's their wish. Uh, they're human beings. They have every right to do whatever the hell they want. It's their body, as far as I'm concerned. They can, they're not harming any other human, as far as I'm concerned. They can do what they want. Um, but I draw the line at uh, the push, like you said, of children being able to make those decisions. Uh, we all, when we're growing up, have questions about our sexuality. We all go through these different changes in our life to determine who we are. And to introduce it at such a young age is actually beyond stupid. It's not logical. It's not scientifically based at all. It's all based on feelings and emotions, which should not be part of the equation when it comes to something of our children. No. Um, and this is where I get really upset. Uh, in fact, I've got one very far left-wing family member who I love dearly who keeps posting shit on my recent dolphin when I delete it and me when as soon as I did I delete it because it led to me taking them off my friend list many years ago mm -hmm. and I, I regretted it because they're such a close family member mm -hmm. but they drive me nuts because I know how smart that person is they're not dummies they're really really intelligent people and for them to fall down this path without using any logic whatsoever drives me up a wall it just I, it, I'm like how can you even phantom that this is okay you know my post apparently to some the recent one was an attack on that community it's not an attack no. it's a it's a basis of logic and using common sense to determine what is right not feelings it's science it's biology right how more simple can we make well, it? right and it's you're right it is it is science but now I'm trying to say science I guess what I, and it sounds great, what I'm going to say, but if, if I were a gay person, I would be so infuriated that my, my true community spent decades fighting for the rights that I now have as a homosexual, and then to have some outlying group just jump on the coattails not just jump on the coattails, but take the whole coat off you, and say this is their this is their community, this is their fight, this is their thing. It 
It's crazy. Because now, when people are mad at the transgender people, which they just say trans so they can group in all this other stuff, they start interchanging that word with gay. And I don't think, I don't think that's the case. I don't think it should be the case. That'd be, that'd be like, you know, it's just too much. And they need to, they need to fight it. They need to fight it. And they need to say this is not you are not part of this community. You can be you can go have your own community and fight for your own rights, but you are you are point you are six percent of the population. You are the same percent of the population as AR fifteen owners in America. Good point. Good point. And on that point, um, and I think the audience <laughs> knows well. I'm I'm going to ask the question, audience, uh, because I care about what you think. As well, Anvil, we've all noticed that you have this fascination <laughs> with the subject. I do, and we get all kinds of comments in here. We do. Oh, oh my God! God. Oh Look God. at that! We, holy shit, we really do. I'm sorry. Look at that. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Thor. Thank you, uh, Golden. Any hate mail in here for us yet? Uh, I can't read that. Um, I can't see it. Valent Thor, thank you. There's some good comments, man. Good guy. Or her. It could be. Uh, but I think what we want to know, you you know, if you want to come forward on this show, Anvil, and admit um, that you are um, gay, we're going to support you 100%. 100% Anvil, we're going to support you. We want you know. <laughs> If that's, I mean, it's up to you. You want to come out of the closet here? It's up to you, but we're going to support you 100%. I appreciate that. I appreciate, See, appreciate that. that. Um, I mean, you keep buying me gifts, which I appreciate. I appreciate the gifts you buy. Um, you did put your hand on my leg once in the car. Um, so... <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm gay in particular. Okay. But I would think if I was, I'd be really pissed off right now <laughs> that these fucking people oh, are hijacking. Jacking is the key word, everybody. Yeah, not, not hijacking. Jacking. Not hijacking off, but hijacking. Right. <clears throat> my group would be... Uh, okay, okay. So this is just how ridiculous the internet's gotten. Okay, so there was a black youth, young man, that was on there talking about the fact that we have been misled for 150, 60 years on what Lincoln actually looks like. Okay. That the that the uh, drawings and things of that Lincoln are made to have him look white. Yeah, are you saying in, he was black? And Lincoln, Lincoln. Where's Black Jeff? Was, actually, was actually black. What you talking about, Wills? Lincoln was actually <laughs> black, and he was our first black president. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking the the, the educational system <laughs> has failed utterly and completely. And I'm not saying I don't even think Lincoln even would be passing. It isn't like he had a really good tan. 
Lincoln was a white dude. Well, okay. And then 18, 1840, 1850, I don't care how educated or how light-skinned you might have been as a black person, you weren't going to get elected president of the United States. 1861. 1861. Um, uh, but, okay, with that in, in mindset, um, I've uh-huh. talked about this at least on Let's Talk Go, so we talked about this show. I'm sure we talked about it in the show. Um, Lincoln, okay, when he after he was shot. Um, <laughs> Klaus Schwab, thank you. That was the name I couldn't get. Thank you. Uh, he was not. Uh, he was not alone in his room. Uh, he, but again, he wasn't. There wasn't physicians in his room. At the, you know, as a wait for him to die. His wife was there all the time. His children were all there uh, all the time. There was there was a, a servant boy. Obviously, at that time he was black. Was there in the room mm-hmm. at the time? Okay. And he's the one that really saw Lincoln. Um, at the end. Don't ask me how I know this. I just know it. And Lincoln was conscious for a very brief moment or a couple moments with this young man. And he said something to him. I don't remember what it was. I wrote it down somewhere. But regardless. But he didn't say, give me some watermelon. No, he didn't. He didn't say, give me some fried chicken. I can't believe he just said that. Jesus H. Christopher's. No, Lincoln wasn't black. Lincoln was a white okay. guy. I get, I get okay. where you're going now. Okay. It took me a minute to understand what the fuck you were saying, but now I got it. No, he was not black. He was okay. white. He was not black. Jesus could have been black, and in probability he was, or at least Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. Yeah. I, that, that's, I get yeah. that. that. That might be some yeah. legitimate No, it's very there. legitimate. Extremely legitimate. Um, but yeah, regardless. Um, okay. Yeah, this idea I'm of Jesus just, with blue eyes and blonde hair I'm and just, bullshit I'm just drives me fucking batshit. Anyways. Right. So, now that we've totally gotten away from Planet Paranormal. Oh, yo, wait, 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 get back to, we have to get back to what we were doing, Paranormal, fake alien invasion. Fake alien invasion. Right. We get back to that real quick because, okay, I got to tie in the biblical description of the end of times, the book of Revelation. All right, it says Jesus and his armies come on clouds, vehicles of clouds, right? So they're coming on clouds. Yeah. Right? And there's paintings from the 14th, 15th, and 16th century that show these clouds uh, more like spacecraft, if you will. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Fake alien invasion. Here comes Jesus. He's riding the alien coattails. Who knows? Just throwing that in the mix. Just to fucking mix shit up even more. <laughs> like a blender. So, who knows? And that's a whole nother show. It is a whole nother fucking show. Jesus. Jesus <laughs> and his UFO armada from heaven. Great. Perfect. I, I doubt it because Christianity is such a decline right Mars now. Mars Attack, everybody. Great fucking movie. Christianity is such a decline right now. Then they might do it. They might do it. They might make Jesus the leader of the alien group oh, you, because you think they hate off? they hate Christians so much right now. <laughs> right, it's oh, not gosh. even funny. You're right. They do. It's a war against. Oh, that's another thing. It's a war against Christianity right now. And I, who predicted this six, seven years ago? I did because I wrote, I wrote fucking shit about this. I wrote Facebook. We talked about it, and maybe not on this show, but we talked about Let's Go Ghost. I said that's what we got to worry about. And 
It's happening. I'm sure Jesus will be transitioning to a woman. <laughs> Any minute so now. There, so there could be a conquering female general, finally, in history that won a war. But uh, they're going to transition being French, one to or hit, the other. To hit that fact real quick, though, uh, I do like to comment that, uh, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, um, the research I've shown that uh, Mary was indeed supposed to be headed to the church, just so you guys know. My mom believes Jesus <laughs> was an alien hybrid. Makes sense. That's not far out, dude. I mean, like, That's think right. about it. That's not that far out. Think about it. You have you have an you have a human being that has all these super fucking human powers, right? That impresses all the other fucking humans, right? How you got a burning bush? At the, at, at, you know, for Moses, hologram, maybe, who knows? You know, the part in the Red Seas, anti-gravity, part in the water, so they can move through. Alien technology. I mean, it's really not that far out shit when you really think about it. If they're, if aliens are coming here from, okay, the suspected alien race is from Zedi Reticuli. It's a star, it's a binary star system that is roughly a billion to two billion years older than our sun. So any species would have a potential head start of about a billion years ahead of humankind here. That's a huge technology leap. Who knows where we'd be in a billion years from now with our technology? Or even 500 million? Or even a million? Or 100 years from now, where we're going to be with our technology and what we can do? So just imagine a species that has such a head start where they would be. The idea is not that far out, to be honest with you. It really is not. Okay. I'll take it. Mary was a virgin. She was abducted and impregnated. I believe that to be true. All right. No. Look, no. Let's get back to that. Julie, thank you. Uh, Golden. Golden. I'm going to say, yeah, Golden, sorry. Golden. Golden. Uh, I'm going to get back to that because that's a very interesting point. All through biblical scripture, especially in the New Testament, everything's in threes. Okay? Mm -hmm. You got God, you got Jesus, you got the Holy Spirit. Okay, so you got threes. All right. Three wise men come to see Jesus or... Uh, what's the other term? I can't three wise men. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But three wise men come to see Jesus, give him gifts. All right. Um, three angels come to see Jesus when he's impregnated. Or not Jesus. Mary. Jesus was not impregnated. Sorry. It's the shot. Uh, Mary, when she's impregnated, okay, with uh-huh. the, with the uh, special child. Right. Okay. Again, the number three. Um, what would angels... If you were being abduction, okay, today, if you saw three spirits come into the room or entities, you would call them aliens today. But back then, maybe you would call them angels because you don't recognize them. Okay. So Mary may have told in her words how but, she reflected. But, but let's follow the science on this. Okay, let's follow the science. Let's follow the science. It's fucking religion. There's no fucking science. Let's follow the science on it's, this. It's really belief. No one. No human has ever gotten pregnant from anal probing. As far as we know. Not for anal probes, no. Physiologically impossible. Uh, I've made done a few anal probes in my life, and no one's gotten pregnant. And and if you can't get pregnant from (laughs) anal probing, then they need to change all those books they've been putting in the elementary school libraries recently to, to... to let them let the little kids know that anal probing is not as safe 
as the book says it is. You no know, matter no matter what the cartoon depicts. Okay, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to tell the story, and I can't believe I'm about to tell the story because oh, you you, oh, you're going to tell the story. Right? I I can't. I, I probably shouldn't tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. So when I was a young man, very young, I remember one of it may have been an uncle. I don't fucking remember, but he said, "Yo, Jack." He drunk off his ass, right? We were in the bathroom. He's trying to give me money. Not for that. Not for that. I was like 11, 12 years old. Jesus. And he's like, I'm going to give you some money because you're a good kid. Let me give you some advice, too, because it's even better. I remember saying like this, right? And you know, date Jewish women. And you date them, Jeff. You'll have the time of your life. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm 11 years old. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you know why? You can't get him pregnant. And I'm going to tell you why, Jeff. Jewish women won't fuck before marriage. But, dude, they'll take it in their ass all day long. <laughs> I'll never forget that conversation. I'll never, for a long as I have, I've been scarred for life. I'm sure you will. I'm scarred for life. I'll never forget that conversation. Uh, so, anyway. Anyways. Anyway. We should probably end the show on that <laughs> Yeah, note. we probably should. Before we, before we offend another. I want to say thank you for all the wonderful comments tonight. Uh, we should read a few more before okay, we go. Let's There's read a more. lot of shit there. Uh, let's, where the hell the pointer go? There it is. This, this is a pretty big one. That's what she said. Human, humans are humans are of earth and would not be to be able to stay alive outside of it. I think our power is our energy, soul, consciousness. These things feed on energy, and the earth has a lot of soul energy. That's a good point. That's a very there is, distinct there possibility. Is, there's that yeah. possibility too. Yep. Yeah. Another one here. It's going to get ugly, and I think many will suffer and be lost. We'll bring in a new age, so to speak. Hopefully, a new humanity. It's going to take a few hundred years to get better. We'll be long gone, so enjoy it while you can, and marvel that we get to live and experience the beginning of, a new, of this. Now, another good point. Again, that kind of my thought process there. Yeah. Uh, Heather said, is my girl there? Yep. Klaus fucking Schwab. Uh, my mom will teach you that. Yep, we talked about that one. We're just jumping around the comments now. Uh, the sudden onset disclosure is purely their advantage when they set their event in motion. Good point. Yeah, what Amble speaking that. about. Yes, Annabelle, that's perfect blue beam in a nutshell. Yes, per yep. yeah, blue perfect beam. blue beam. There you yes, go. She I, got it. Knew, Someone yeah, knew what the fuck we were talking someone about. Someone else been seeing it. Dude, it's Monday, not Thursday. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's just Mandela. Yes, it is, Jules. The Mandela effect. It is. It is. There's been some... We hit the 100th episode, and we, we kind of lost our minds and did some changes. So yeah. uh, look look for Jeff and I as a pair here, <laughs> and then we'll be doing some individual stuff, or at least I am, uh, and keep posting on that. Yeah, see, now, he, Anvil has an advantage here with the, the independent shit because he knows how this technology works. You know, Heather's still showing me how to use my fucking phone half the time because I don't understand it. Or Connor, right? I honestly don't understand these fucking phones. I get so confused with this shit. Uh, but Anvil here is the, the, the genius behind all the technology aspect of our show. So thank you, Anvil. You are the man. I'm well, lost without your and, shit. And again, in order to... Give Jeff a buffer of security. Buffer of security. Uh, we are we are trying to avoid <laughs> exactly what we got into the last half hour here. No, no, I'm okay. This is a certain point. I'm okay. Yeah, you know. but we usually surpass that. And my name's not Jeff, by the way. No, it isn't Fred. Fred. I don't like Fred. I'll come up with a different name. Bluff. 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 Black Jeffy. Yeah. I like Jack. Black Jeffy. What you doing, my wills? Yeah, anyway. Okay, that won't get us in trouble. No, that won't get us in trouble at all. Uh, 
Which one do you like? Yeah, so. All right, so. Could you imagine being on that show and having her as your hot older sister, though? Dana? What was it? Dana what? Dana what was her last name? Plato? 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 Pluto? Plato. Yeah. Kinda. She, kinda she was a Playboy. Yeah, she kind of. I looked at it. I sorry, I did look at those Playboys. She kind of skanked out. I don't care. She was hot. Just saying. I would. <laughs> rather take my chances in Hanser County if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> With the Duke boys, you sick bastard. Daisy. <laughs> oh, Daisy. <gasps> Daisy Dukes. You know, I never had a thing for her. I never had a thing for Daisy Dukes. Really? Never. Nope, wasn't my type. Too fucking tall, man. Too, too tall. I don't think okay. she had an ass either. I don't think she had an ass. Just saying. Too tall. Too tall, no ass. Too, too, know, me. Me. too female for me. <laughs> oh! Too, too tall. Oh. Too tall. Well, look, I'm vertically challenged. I'm a little person. I'm like a fucking hobbit. Well, how's that going to work? How's that going to do, do I have to draw a picture of how this works for you? <laughs> You're just not kissing around those lips, that's all. Oh! <laughs> There's another set of lips. Our here. show is slowly going south. Oh. <laughs> Literally. We're there. We're there. <laughs> all right. So, all right. it's that time. This went on way longer than we planned. Uh, we will get together at some point down the road. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for the here. comments. We appreciate it. Uh, we do appreciate them. We appreciate the, the viewership. Yes. This should undoubtedly be interesting when it hits the... <laughs> hits the... Hits the it's the uh, podcast network. Cause we're getting more. We're getting more and more activity. We are getting a lot. It's crazy how many downloads um, we're getting around the planet right now. It's nuts. We are. We are a. We are a smash in Singapore. 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 Singapore, yeah. Singapore downloaded a boat. I thought they. I thought the CIA had a satellite <laughs> office in Singapore. They downloaded so much of our shit. Um, but even the other day, my my twenty minute thing. At uh, Fortnite report, got five hits in twenty four hours. Wow! So, so uh, we'll be back at some point. Keep an eye on the website www.letstalkitall.com and stay up to date on what's next. Also on Facebook, and uh, we will talk to everyone in the future. Hopefully. Oh, uh, disclaimer: neither Jeff nor I are suicidal. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, very Jeff, fucking true. Jeff's in better health than I am, but Great I'm health. okay health too at the moment. Um, so neither one of us suicidal, neither one of us are near death as far as our health goes. So if we should all of a sudden die, and oh, that's important, or, or piss off a Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not in the kitty porn, so no. any is bullshit showing no, up on computers. We're, we're fighting against. Bullshit. We're fighting against yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other porn you might catch on my computer, but kitty yeah. porn is not part. Definitely not on there. So, yep. All um, the other porn, you know, Chinese eating, you know, whatever snails out of fucking cactuses or some shit. All good. Jesus, that sounded a bit fucked up. But anyway, uh, what bit, else? That sounded a bit fluid gender to me. <laughs> All right. Wait, Nothing. wait, wait. Wait. One more thing. What? You got to You got to end the show in the right way, though. What's our saying? We are. Get what else you got to say. Then you can say I'm done. The end. So we are. Okay. We are 100% right. 50. 50% of the time. Of the time. Salute. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else.
This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. Okay, I'm just giving it the thumbs up. I hope I give it a thumbs up or just give it a thumbs down. What the fuck? That was a great fucking show. Where's dude. the recording? I know. <laughs> we went, uh, I, and I knew we were going to do it. I don't, know why, I don't know why I was under delusion that we were actually going to stay on 